Hi guys, welcome to the very first episode of Not So Fast, a podcast that I've just created to hopefully give you guys a little bit more detail about things that we don't really talk about that often. My name is Mia, Um, I'm a teenager in high school, and I really just wanted to do my research and talk about things that I think, again, deserve a little bit more attention while giving you guys my perspective and my standpoint on these based on where I go to school and my friends and where I stand in my community on these topics. So today's topic is one of those things that I feel like we all kind of know but don't really look at in detail or don't really look at in depth. And that is fast fashion and the fashion industry as a whole. I really wanted to talk about things that I didn't even know myself about how fashion companies, the biggest ones like Forever 21, operate and the truth about what they do to the environment. So let's just get started by defining fast fashion. I think we all have an idea of it in our heads, but according to the good trade, they define fast fashion as utilizing trend replication, rapid production, and low-quality materials to bring inexpensive styles to the public. So what exactly does this look like? Well, this includes really, really big brands like Forever 21, H&M, Topshop, Zara, you name it, and it's probably part of this business. But they essentially receive a shipment of clothing every single day in hopes of bringing out new collections and new styles that set trends that will have customers coming back for more and more and remember that there are only four seasons during the year um, and that's you know like summer spring fall winter so do you need to be bringing new clothing every single day not really however as a consumer and as the world gets less patient every day we hope for more and we consume more and more every single day And I think that that's where these companies are able to sort of draw people in where we're buying clothing every single day, but we feel like we aren't keeping up with trends enough. So according to Elizabeth Klein, who is the author of a book called Overdressed, The Shockingly High Price of Fast Fashion, she said that Zara actually introduced this phenomenon by getting bi-weekly shipments of new merchandise. And if you're getting new merchandise every single day, of course, you're going to be selling it more and more often. So now really large companies find it normal to have large towers of stock and inventory in their stores. And you can probably imagine the environmental damage getting daily shipments does every single day in terms of packaging and plastic and all that waste. But what this really is based off of is the desire to set new trends by using like models and flashy photos that style their new clothing that convinces customers that they need to be on trend. So um, one really good example is like Shein. If you don't know what Shein is, it's a really cheap, large retailing company. It's mostly online and it's based in China. And this company, um, they're a pretty good example of fast fashion. They're probably like one of the textbook definitions of the really flashy photos that um, portray their clothing as the new trend or you know, convincing you that you need to get a new style of t-shirts and they'll sell these for really, really low prices because they can get it from manufacturers really quickly. So if you shop on Shein, you've probably seen um, Madeline Pesh of Riverdale who um, partnered with Shein on this. She's one of their like models who is on the face of their website. She pops up like almost immediately when you visit their website so she's one of the I guess promoters of Shein and this is exactly how fast fashion companies get consumers it's through models and through promotions that convince you you need to be on trend with their new styles and I know there are probably multiple theories as to why we think fast fashion has grown and why we think 
this is sort of the new normal because in the past it's always just been new clothing every season to accommodate for uh, winter styles you know and summer styles you probably have noticed that almost every single week or at least every two weeks companies are pushing out new styles every single time that they talk about a new season or a new collection and that really isn't necessary when you think about how often the weather changes or how often we're needing new clothing because none of our clothing is actually going to break down that quickly. My hypothesis is just that companies want to convince us that we're not on trend and that we need to be purchasing their new styles of clothing to keep up with the world. I think the reason why companies pushing out their clothing so often works, especially on young people, I think the target market with fast fashion companies Um, is usually younger people and teenagers. I think the reason it works is because of social media pressure, especially when you see celebrities modeling this clothing. But the social constructs of social media and the way that it pressures people and convinces people they need to look a certain way or own certain clothing or styles of clothing is so complex. But the way that these companies you know style clothing on Instagram or even on their website or promote this through YouTubers who you know show like Shein haul or you know H&M haul those types of things are why this works on teenagers so 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 well and definitely I've noticed as a teenager in high school fast fashion is sort of the thing we don't really think about how often we're ordering clothing online and how much that really wastes like in terms of plastic and you know packaging and manufacturing and I've never really thought about it either until I made this episode until I started to do my research a little bit more I never really thought about how often I actually wear some of the pieces that I purchase because they're they're quote not on trend anymore and that's kind of my main motive for wanting to make this episode it's that I'm totally part of the problem I was kind of sucked into the fast fashion ecosystem and I still am especially as a high school student who's surrounded by people who you know base their image off of whatever styles are trendy or whatever they see celebrities wearing so I really hope that this is helping you guys become a little bit more aware I know it's helping me I think when we look at the fast fashion market and the whole industry, I think one of the really obvious aspects to question is how. How exactly are companies pushing styles so quickly? How are they producing um, large quantities of clothing so fast? Um, And I think the obvious answer is that they're cutting corners. They're sort of reducing quality to quickly produce these things, which means quality in the factories and manufacturing companies are probably low the wages are probably low for workers who work in these factories for ones that require human labor so that is one of the really unfortunate aspects to this and that's definitely one of the reasons I've been thinking about trying to step away from my favorite places to shop because again I said I'm guilty of this as well so um, in terms of environmental damage that is a whole another deep area to get into So the first really obvious point is if these companies are producing really quickly and getting these items made before they're even released, these manufacturers are bound to overproduce to ensure they have enough inventory to get to their customers. And unfortunately, once something goes out of style or is not on trend anymore, you can't really sell it and you can't really get rid of it any other way besides just disposing of it. So unfortunately... 
around 11 million tons of clothing every single year is thrown away and most clothing contains some form of harmful chemicals like lead or pesticides and when these items of clothing are burned or thrown away those chemicals get released into the air that we breathe Apparently in early 2018, it was revealed that the luxury brand Burberry burns around $40 million of their what they call dead stock or stock that isn't sold anymore. And the reason why Burberry does this is to sort of contain their scarcity or their exclusivity because they are a top luxury brand. And one of the things that they have going for them is how rare their items are and how luxurious it is to have maybe like a Burberry scarf or a handbag. So that is part of their motive. However, when you think about companies that aren't looking for that exclusivity, you think about H&M or Urban Outfitters, even Eddie Bauer, Victoria's Secret, JCPenney, the list goes on. These companies are doing it even more because they need to keep up and they have definitely larger stock and larger quantities of clothing being sold because again they're not an exclusive luxury brand like Burberry but you can imagine that they're probably doing it on a larger scale as well so luckily there is another side to this there are companies that are trying to improve on this whole issue when Burberry was exposed for their method of disposing clothing that was in early 2018 and luckily since then in late 2018 Burberry actually announced that they were partnering with luxury manufacturer Elvis Crest to use their unpurchased materials for new products to sort of upcycle what they didn't use which is really really great because then they aren't actually disposing this clothing. Another really really awesome thing is Nike. Um, you guys know Nike is like a shoe and clothing brand. Nike actually creates a new product called Nike Grind, which is a new sort of footwear and clothing brand that produces through clothing scraps. So whatever isn't used in their manufacturing companies that maybe they didn't make the cut for quality control, they'll actually take scraps from their factories and reuse them via reuse a shoe program which is also part of the nike initiative to do this whole entire upcycling thing and nike's actually partnered with the climate impact lab to increase sustainability and sort of learn more about the science behind this and why they should continue to reuse and recycle clothing which is amazing and unfortunately not every single brand is doing that and that's sort of one of the issues because they still have high numbers of consumers which is why they're able to continue doing this that's why forever 21 is continuing to do this even though i heard forever 21 was like shutting down or whatever but they still haven't quit their method of disposing clothing um neither has h&m or jc penny or any of the clothing brands that i've mentioned earlier So as consumers, what exactly can we do to decrease this sort of issue in the fashion industry? Well, one of the first things that you can do is look into slow fashion, which what, what do you think that is? Oh, the opposite of fast fashion, where you look to purchase mindfully. You look at brands that practice fair labor rights. Natural materials are used in their clothing. So if you're buying clothing that will last you for a very long time and they're staple um, items that you'll always wear, You'll need to buy less and less of the products that you think are on trend because if you're buying timeless pieces like t-shirts and jeans that'll never go out of style, you won't really feel the need to buy fashion that'll fade away. 
And I know one of the issues with investing in really high quality brands is a lot of people say it's too expensive. But in the long run, if you're investing in a piece once and then you don't have to buy more again, it should start to feel like you're saving over time because you'll need to put less and less into uh, your wardrobe because you already have what you need. So some of the brands that you may have heard of that include like fair labor rights and high quality materials include Reformation, Patagonia, Levi's, and many, many more. I'll definitely leave a website that talks about brands that you guys can start looking into. And another method is thrifting. So I know thrifting is like sort of a really big trend now, but that's actually great because this is just reusing other people's clothing that they don't use anymore. And what isn't purchased, what isn't used anymore usually goes again to the same disposal processes that I talked about earlier. So thrifting clothing is a really great way to upcycle what others didn't need and there are online thrifting companies. I'm not sure how sustainable that is because even though you're thrifting you are receiving packages and boxes and plastic so maybe think about trying to go in person although I'm sure online is still better than purchasing from these companies. And remember that continuing to educate and discuss this issue will also increase your awareness of it. And remember that change doesn't have to occur immediately. I'm still working on this, definitely. But just remember, you don't have to stop purchasing clothing forever and change right now. Just start gradually. Maybe start by cutting down on what you're ordering and some of the brands that you've been ordering from. Maybe start restricting yourself on that and try to look into more ethical brands and try to look into making investments or at least saving up for pieces that you know will last you for a really long time. All right, that is all that I have for you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you made it to the very end of this episode, thank you so much. Um, like I said, I really, really want to hear what your guys' thoughts are on fast fashion and any future topic that I discuss. So if you would like to leave comments, uh, please let me know what you think on my website, which will be linked in the description, and my Instagram, which my username is not so fast podcast. Am I Dr. Seuss? No, but that's just my username. <laughs> Hopefully I get to hear a little bit of your guys' thoughts. I would love to engage in some conversations and maybe bring some of your guys' responses here on my podcast and talk about it in future episodes. Um, and if you're wanting a list of references, again, the le- website with the list of companies for really good sustainable brands will be linked in the description and I'll have a link of references as well. But thank you guys so much for watching. Um, if you have thoughts or reviews or criticism, please just leave it in a review or again on my website or Instagram. But uh, thank you so much and I'll see you guys in my next episode.